wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola, come make it yours. Visit sixflags.com slash coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. The following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of silence. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Season 4, Episode 10, Hush. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for joining us on this episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. We're talking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This, of course, is part of our club members only episode. You guys get the first 10 minutes all to yourselves, but then after that, we're going to go hang out with the cool people. <laughs> I'm joined, as always, by my fantastic panel of nerds. Matt Vader is uh, distracted again. What are He's you doing? He's doing his Dragon Champions. Did again. you get new I coins swear today? To God, or man. What's going on? You're getting all excited. Why are you whispering? You're freaking me out, dude. <laughs> you're gonna die screaming, but you won't be hurt. Don't. <laughs> no, man, I gotta get this done. I try to get it knocked out before we start recording. What is Dragon Champions? It's a game on our phone. That, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it a mobile game that yeah. you can download? And, and that's use, it. That's what it is. Yeah. It's a mobile game. And yeah. use the promo code SALTY to get extra yes. things when you first log in? At saltynerd.com slash dr. DC. No, DC. Man, I Come on, screw man. it up every time, right? All right. Doctor. All right, let, let me take it over. <laughs> Matt, take it over. Dragon Champions is a hero collector game in the vein of World of Warcraft. It's kind of like playing an MMO, but without the commitment. And basically, you unlock different characters, different heroes, and you upgrade them so you can use them to fight against other players. And if you go to saltynerd.com forward slash DC, you can download the game for free. It's a free-to-play game. And once you download the game, if you go into the promo code area and type in salty, the promo code salty, S-A-L-T-Y, you get a starter pack with like gold and uh, and gear and all types of stuff. Free stuff. You. Yeah, yeah, free <laughs> stuff to help you get going in the game. And it's a lot of fun. Vader's been addicted to it. Seriously. They gave me a dope-ass like barbarian character. Every time I see this guy, he's playing Dragon Champions. Yeah, he's playing it right now. <laughs> Ding! Boom. Doom. Level 48. This 48? Is, Whoa. Yeah, is snail Ooh. space. I know, I'm slow. You're going slow, buddy. Kadish just topped out at like 80-something. Mm-hmm. Yep, level 80. All right, guys. I'm also here. Yeah, Jude's here. <laughs> hey, Jude, how are you Hi. doing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Matthew Kadish, producer of the show, of course, he's here as well. Yes, um, probably my least favorite episode of Buffy, but <gasps> we're going to get into it. You are a crazy what? person. <laughs> That's nuts. All right, guys. Like we normally do, we uh, we discuss this episode in a, in a generic form. And then afterwards, we hang out with the patrons and we get super nitty gritty, spoilery and break down scene by scene. Yeah, talk, we, we go full retrospective yeah. on this. <laughs> so if you like that, go to saltynerdclub.com and sign up to become a Patreon member. That is where you're going to get this exclusive access. We have a ton of content uh, in our backlog library. Uh, last month, we did Doctor Who. The month before that, we were talking about the new Apple TV show Foundation. And uh, moving forward, we're doing Buffy the Vampire Slayer and then uh, Eureka. And uh, I said that really weird. Eureka in March. <laughs> and we're, some, we're starting something new for the patrons. Yes. Go ahead. Take it away, Jude. What is it? We're going to start doing a live trivia event based on the four episodes that we discuss in Patreon. So get over there and join Patreon so you can come do trivia with us nerds. Yep. And we should also kind of uh, explain to people what our background in Buffy the Vampire Slayer is before we get going. I, I don't have, I've never watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer. This is literally the third episode I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I was 
with Jude when I watched it. Yes. And I nearly spit my drink out <laughs> because I was so freaked out by Doug Jones and his psychotic smile in this episode. It was intense. Uh, it's kind of like mine right now. Yeah. It's, it's just like, I'm going to cut you open. It's going so, to have the best time cutting out your heart. God, it's so creepy. What did you think about this episode? I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I did. It was, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, just, uh, I was freaked out. I was watching it online with you guys. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys were in the same room, but we were having a great time in our little watch party. And, and that every time those dudes floated around, I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. It was, I, I don't remember if I watched that episode before. It's like Jude told me last night, I think I watched the high school years. And then when they went to college, I might've tapped out, tapped out. I yeah. don't remember. I thought I had seen all these episodes, but I don't think I have. So I uh, like, Having been like, we watched episode one, season one, uh, last week. Yes. And I know this is like four season jump. Mm -hmm. I'm, it still has that charm. Yeah. Like it, it still yeah. has that kind of like goofy, funny, sexual tension type comedy. And then it goes like full horror. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, cool. I'm glad they didn't like lose the vibe over the last four mm -hmm. seasons. That's, that's interesting. Usually TV shows kind of go off the rails after a while. That's what was fun about Buffy is they, they had that chemistry through the mm -hmm. whole series. That's right. For sure. The Scoobies. Yeah, yeah the Scooby-Doo gang. Uh, I, this is our my first introduction to Spike. Yes. Which was interesting. I have, I have no context for this dude. He just looks like a like a evil Eminem or, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> More like an evil Billy Idol. Yeah. 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 Actually, or, or Billy, just Billy Idol. <laughs> actually, Billy Idol got his look from him. Okay. It's canon. He's, he's older, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they established that in the show. Billy Idol ripped off Spike. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody messing with Billy Idol, man. Remember that? I, I was about to watch Wedding Singer too. Wait, wait till you see the musical where basically Spike goes full Billy Idol. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Kate, you said you didn't like this episode? Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan of this episode. What? How? Why? Tell me. So first of all, you need to recognize that um, the Riley era of Buffy is my least favorite. That is fair. Uh, era of Buffy where basically Riley is the new love interest in season four. And he's like a secret soldier in this like underground, like, I don't know, facility. Yeah. And, and him and Buffy are like, you know, trying to be romantic with one another. They have zero chemistry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the, the actor who plays this guy is like the poor man's Jerry O'Connell and <laughs> nobody likes Riley. Oh, like, like, Mark Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody in the Buffy fandom likes Riley. And so, like, I just find all of his episodes just lackluster to begin with. I also don't like the college years. Like, I think it was better either in high school or once they were, like, just, like, screw college. We're not doing college anymore. And, like, they were doing their magic shop thing. So, like, this season is kind of like a weird limbo type deal for me where, like, you know, it's, it's kind of like a bunch of episodes I just don't care about. Mm. Um, the most interesting thing about this season is Spike's arc. And there was very little of Spike in this episode. But mostly... Like about three fourths of this episode is a silent movie, essentially. Like no one, there's no dialogue, and that irks me. Like you have to pay attention to the I, screen. Uh, well, also like J Joss Whedon, who wrote and directed this episode, like his big thing is the the Buffy dialogue, you know, like the the witty banter, well, and so know. that's what makes the the show fun for me at least to watch. And so like when you remove that entirely. It's just Doug Jones being creepy, which is the best part of this episode. But it's it's just it's not for me. What were you I, need, I need to interject here because you know that Whedon did that on purpose, right? I I, I do because and, and he, he was he was getting so much crap about his witty dialogue that he decided to challenge himself and 
write an episode with no dialogue. Yeah, and the Buffy <laughs> fandom was very taken with this episode. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I think he got nominated for an Emmy for it or something like mm -hmm. that. But he also created, like, one of the creepiest, like, villains in, oh, in yeah. the Buffy universe with the gentleman. Yeah. yeah. However, that doesn't negate my criticism of it, which is, like, <laughs> I found this episode extremely boring um, to watch because of the lack of dialogue. So. No, as soon as the gentleman showed up with their creepy-ass smiles, yeah. I was like... I couldn't, I couldn't disagree yeah, I was, yeah. Can, can yeah. you explain who Doug Jones is and <clears throat> what part he played in this episode? So, Doug Jones is a fantastic creature actor. He's in all kinds of movies from, like, Hellboy. He's in the newest Star Trek as uh, Saru. Saru. Uh, he's a very... Monster Squad. Yeah, he's he's. I don't know, how do you describe? Hands he's very labyrinth. physically like, like able to like embody. He's super thin. Yeah, very right. thin, very lanky, but very he, tall. He's, he's so good at using his body in like the creepiest he's, way. He's made out of rubber. <laughs> but he's a fantastic actor. He can yeah. be underneath like seventeen layers of latex and still come across the emotion that you need. So yeah, there's a good chance that everyone out there watching this podcast mm -hmm. right now has seen Doug Jones in something and didn't know it was Doug Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. he, he is so good at just becoming a creature. Like the, the weird things that he does with his hands that yeah. you, it, it just, it, it just adds these layers to the characters that he creates. And he's so amazing as a gentleman. Yeah. He's, I actually ran into him at a party out here in Vegas one time. You did? Yeah. Where like the guy hosting the party, it was like this weird, like sci-fi party. And uh, Doug Jones was there and he, the guy hosting the party introduced me to him and he was like, yeah, he, uh, he, plays a lot of aliens in Star Trek. And I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> and, and then like, like this was before Discovery premiered. And then like, once I found out who he actually was, I was like, holy shit. Like, that's, yeah. that's the guy I met. He's in everything. Yeah. yeah, I saw him at the Star Trek convention. He was walking by. I was walking one way and he was coming across and I was like, that's Doug Jones. Yeah. Was, he, was he doing this weird walk yeah. with this? No, no. But he does, he does naturally have that kind of flowy yeah. movement to he, him. He's actually a big Guillermo del Toro regular because mm -hmm. he was in Pan's Labyrinth. He was the guy with like the weird eyes yeah. on his hands. And uh, he was also Abe Sapien mm -hmm. in the Hellboy yeah. um, movies. And he was the creature in The Shape of Water mm -hmm. type thing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he, he gets around. And in fact, I wonder if David Hewlett has ever worked with him. That's a good question yeah. we need to ask. Uh, so this movie or this uh, episode was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Writing for Drama Series and for Cinematography in 2000. It's easy to write something. No doubt. Oh, my God. Settle down. <laughs> it's like we're going to give this guy an award for not writing any dialogue. There is still I can't, plenty I can't wait to, to see follow, television series when it comes on someday. There's still plenty of like silent dialogue happening between the characters. You know what's going oh, on. Hey, this, when, when we this, sell, this, when we sell Viking cop to Netflix, yeah. you're going to have some great dialogue. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that was the best. She was, uh, what's this? Xander like rescues his girlfriend or whatever. Uh, and, yeah. Anya's my favorite character yeah. throughout the entire series. And they can't talk to each other. He's just sitting there and he, they're like, Oh, and then he, she goes, she puts her finger through the hole and he's like, yeah, why not? Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> but that, it's funny because like at the beginning of the episode, she's accusing him of just wanting to use her for sex. Uh -huh. and, but like, that's all she wants. Yeah. Uh, people with her listening to audio um, only of this are going to uh, be confused. Yeah, um, Jude, why don't you explain to the audience who Anya is, like how she met with Xander and like how their relationship developed up to this point? Okay. So Anya was uh, a vengeance demon for over a thousand years. And uh, what that means is is she, um, she grants wishes. And if a woman has been wronged by a man uh, and wished for something bad to happen to that man or, or to anyone, uh, really, she just kind of specialized with men, 
punishing men. Um, so Anya would grant their wish. And so she comes to Sunnydale because um, Xander and Cordelia had been a couple at one point and Xander cheated on her with Willow, actually. Huh. <laughs> and um, um, Cordelia decides that everything was fine before Buffy came to town. And what she wishes for um, is that Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. And so uh, Anya, a vengeance demon, says wish granted. And she creates this other world where Buffy had never come to Sunnydale. And the vampires have taken over Sunnydale. And then Cordelia ends up dying. Um, <laughs> and so they, um, Giles ends up figuring out what's going on and realizes that her power is coming from a necklace that she wears. And he ends up destroying her necklace, which strips her of her powers and she's stuck in this teenage body. Hmm. So she actually ends up finishing high school with them because she has nothing else to do. She's immortal. And so she's like, and, and now that I'm immortal, I'm stuck with all of these weird emotions. And I think I like, like I want to date boys and that's so <laughs> annoying. So she ends up, um, she's, she says like, you know, to Xander, uh, you are basically a pariah in this school, but prom's coming up and I really want to go. So do you want to go with me? And he's like, fine. I don't have any other, um, options because of what he did to Cordelia. Everybody hates him. And then they end up staying together. And doesn't she have like a weird irrational fear of bunnies? Yeah, she's terrified of bunnies, but that comes from uh, a thousand years ago uh, when she was, uh, you know, just a, a girl in a village. Uh, she she had bunnies and she was raising bunnies and the bunnies were, you know, procreating. And she had this idea that she would go down to the local taverns and and give away bunnies for uh, just goodwill instead of selling them. And her boyfriend um, said that that was stupid and ridiculed her. And then she turned him into a troll. And the Lord of the demons, the vengeance demons saw her magic and was like, you know what? You got potential. I'm going to make you a vengeance demon. You got spark kid. Mm -hmm. All right. I like the cut of your jib. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was that you said yesterday. You're so weird. <laughs> it's an actual saying. Okay. Comes out, I like the cut of your jib. And I'm like, you oh, like what are you, what are you doing? See, uh, <laughs> yeah. just whip out uh, the mid-Atlantic accent. Look, goodness gracious. All right. I wasn't here. You I wasn't here. All right. So real quick, guys, if you want to watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer with us or any of the other movies or TV shows that we check out for the club members, uh, head over to saltynerdiscord.com. We do watch parties on Monday nights after my live stream. Uh, we go straight into the Discord app. We start up the watch party and we have a great time. Our yeah. So when this gets released um, this night mm -hmm. is where people can check out the uh, watch party. Yep. Saltynerdiscord.com. Jump in there. We'll give you a role. We'll introduce you to the community and uh, we'll watch have a lot of fun. It's a, it's a there great is, fun. There, there's also like a lot of um, bonus stuff that members get in addition to like these episodes where we're, you know, we're releasing um, blooper reels. We're mm -hmm. releasing uh, spaces, Q and A's. We're releasing all types of like fun stuff that in fact, uh, some of our members are like, dude, Slow down on the content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a comment on our Discord. We're like, I can't keep up with the amount of content you guys are putting out for club members. We're basically releasing a Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I can't keep up with it either. So it's, it's fine. Uh, we're working our butts off over here. All right. <clears throat> SaltyNerdClub.com. Join the club membership. It's a great community. We have a ton of fun with them. Uh, Vader, say goodbye to the people. Goodbye, people. Where can they find you on the social? You can find me at uh, MattVader74 on the Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and... Uh, what, what else? I don't know. Do you I have a live those? stream on, on a certain day? Yeah, though, right? uh, Saturdays, Matt and I do uh, Saturday morning Salty Nerd Podcast. Salty Saturdays. I've, I've given up. I can't. I just can't <laughs> fight with him anymore. And um, 
And uh, yeah, Saturday, Saturday mornings right here. Right on. Cool. And Jude, where can they find you at? You can find me and my zigzag part <laughs> at I am Jude Juju on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Right on. Matthew Cage, take it away. And you can find me on Twitter at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H, if you want to argue with me about this episode of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you can also go to kadishbooks.com. Uh, that'll take you to my Amazon page where you can check out my novels. And also, please go and check out our store at saltynerdstore.com. We've got some really cool uh, t-shirt designs coming up for next month that are going to be limited edition. Ooh. Yeah, so like uh, you want to head over there and uh, check out the stuff that we have before it goes away, like like this you nerd. You nerd. Mm-hmm. And you got the official logo podcast one. And then you got Klingon Lives Matter. That's up there as well. Uh, but it's the it, yeah. shirt ever. <laughs> I can't believe I made that shirt. Uh, <laughs> go to saltynerd.com. That's our official website. We have blogs. We have all kinds of really cool stuff. And you can stay completely up to date with all of our audio and video episodes that we drop of the podcast. And uh, we help also us- have a new voicemail feature on the website. I was just going to oh, say, wow. yeah, you guys can leave us voicemails and then we can download them and listen to them on the podcast and respond live. We might make a special little segment out of that, or we might just throw it into one of the S&P weeklies it, to be determined. But go to saltynerd.com and check out our official website. It's a, it's a really cool. We worked, Kadish worked really hard on, on creating it. And I like how you it did really that. Nice. We worked. We, I mean, I mean, Kadish did it. I didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. Uh, thank you so much for watching the video. Stay salty and uh, patrons. Let's go. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. We could, we could fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com Coke to save up to $20 on passes, plus daily tickets starting at $34.99. Fly.